What's going on, everybody? This is Miles. You're listening to Real Talk with Miles Johnson. And today's episode, we're going to talk about Doc Rivers, man. I mean, y'all saw the y'all saw the news yesterday. It was either yesterday or two days ago. Y'all saw the news. I mean, man, I, I, he's a scapegoat. That's going to be the title of this episode. Doc Rivers was the scapegoat. Not only are we going to talk about Doc Rivers, but we're going to talk about the Lakers. I'm going to give y'all my finals preview or my finals prediction, my, my bad. And I'm going to give you all, you know, the reasons why the Eagles should not bench Carson Wentz. Now, let me get into the whole Doc Rivers situation now. Was I surprised? Yes, I was. Like, look, Doc, I, he obviously he underachieved with the Clippers. Uh, there's no excuse for, you know, him not getting to a conference final with him having Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. Still had a six-man of the year, Jamal Crawford. And then this year, they failed to make the conference finals. They was up 3-1 against the Nuggets. They had Lou Will, Montrez Harrell, Pat Bev. Uh, you know, they were pre- they, obviously the two, one of the two probably the best wing duo in the league. Not best. I mean, not probably the best wing duo in the league with Paul George and Kawhi. I mean, they were damn near trying to uh, compare Paul George and Kawhi to Jordan and Pippen or how, how you know, how top top wings in the game. Now, obviously, those people are long. You can't find them nowhere because I don't know what they were talking about when they were talking about, you know, comparing MJ and Pippen to Paul George and Kawhi. I don't know what they were smoking. But nonetheless, the Clippers had a stacked team. They had a stacked team and they underachieved. So I was surprised that the Clippers that, you know, that Steve Ballmer, you know, fired Doc Rivers. I mean, they're talking about they mutually part of ways. No, he just gave him the respect and not trying to publicly say he got fired. But we all know Steve Mama was not having that. I mean, he's putting hundreds of million dollars into this in this into this organization. And y'all can't get to a conference finals. And he was there in 2015 when they blew that 3-1 lead to uh the Rockets. And you know, it was it was spearheaded by Josh Smith. It wasn't even spearheaded by James Harden. So that's un- totally unacceptable. But anyway, let me get into you know Doc Rivers' career as a coach. Right, he's nine hundred forty-three wins, six hundred eighty-one losses. He's a fifty-eight percent winning percentage. Right in his career with Orlando, Boston, and the Clippers, uh, he led to the he led the Clippers to the semifinals three times, but they failed to reach the conference final. So I mean, in their first year, they beat the Warriors. In his first year, he beat the Warriors in 2013-2014, that season, uh, and. You know, they beat the Warriors, but then they, they lost to the Thunder, who still had KD and Russ, no shame in that, in six. Uh, second year, they beat the Spurs, which is pretty – I mean, that's that's real good. They beat the Spurs back then. Back then, the Spurs was, was really like that, right? But then they ended up losing that 3-1 lead to the Rockets. I'm like, y'all, I'm, it could have been a – ultimately, if they beat the Rockets, it could have been a rivalry between them and the Warriors, right? Third year, they lose to the Blazers in six. That was due to injury. Fourth year, that they lose to the Jazz in seven, due to injury again. And now his sixth. Now his sixth year. Sixth year, I think this is probably his best year coaching with the Clippers. You know, they didn't have a star on their team. All they had was Lou Will and Montrezl Harrell. And they had Danilo Gallinari, Shigos Alexander. They had some good players. But they didn't have like a star player on that team. They ended up being an eighth seed, and they took the Warriors to six games with KD. With Clay, with Steph, not 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 the Raptors that beat the Warriors, you no, know, in six games or whatever, but that didn't have Clay and KD. But 
the Clippers had, well, the Clippers were playing the Warriors with a fully healthy roster, and they forced it to six games. I feel like that's that was Doc Rivers' probably best year coaching, like period, like even even in terms of him play, uh, coaching the Magic and the Celtics. That I think his sixth year was the best year. So we're going into his seventh year, thinking like they might win the chip, they might win the chip, but you know. They obviously underachieved. So was I surprised? Yes, I was. But given his resume, given you know the Clippers consistently over under, I said over underachieving. Uh, you can't believe really be surprised with you know he wasn't he honestly he uh, he just wasn't producing. He wasn't producing. And Steve Ballmer's the type of guy, he's not gonna keep giving some guy chances. He wants results immediately, especially with the time that he's put, especially with the money that he's put in. You know them mortgaging their future. The Clippers mortgaging their future to win right now. Now, I think this I, I, it's it's a bold decision to fire Doc Rivers, but ultimately the his replacement determines if this was a good decision or or, or if it wasn't. I think they should hire Ty Lue. Hire Ty Lue. He's your assistant coach. He already knows how y'all run how y'all run stuff. But y'all should just hire Ty Lue. He's a championship coach, just like Doc Rivers. Stop trying to belittle Ty Lue. That's what I hate. I hate this. When y'all try to belittle Ty Lue because he coached Bron and Kyrie and they won a championship. He went, he went to uh three straight finals with them. But went, but y'all give the same, but y'all give him so y'all saying that Ty Lue doesn't get any credit for, you know. For those for, for them going to three straight fouls for them winning for them winning a championship, y'all trying to say it's all Brown. Brown was the coach, but y'all don't say that with Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson don't won like eleven rings, but has he won with somebody other than Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant or Shaq? Prime Shaq, no. Has Pat Riley won without Magic Johnson or a a prime Dwayne Wade or Shaq? No. Has Greg Popovich won without Tim Duncan? Or Miles Ginobili or Tony Parker, no. Maybe well, well, maybe without Miles Ginobili and Tony Parker, but definitely not without Tim Duncan. Oh, and who else? The twin, the twin towers. If you got uh, uh, Dave Robinson, come on now. Like, if you're a good, you can be a good coach, but ultimately you have to have good players on your team to win. So these great coaches, these Hall of Fame coaches that y'all like to love to praise, they wasn't going, they wasn't going around. Um, you know, it wasn't going around coaching, coaching players that were bums. They were coaching all-time talents, top five players all the time. So give Tyler the same respect that y'all give these other Hall of Fame coaches that have coached Hall of Fame players, that have coached all-time great players. That's all I'm asking. And I feel like Tyler deserves a job as a coach. He was given a raw deal with, with the with the Cavs because they were rebuilding, and they ultimately wanted to go in in a in a, in a different direction, which is fine. Uh. Which, which is fine with Ty Lue, but give Ty Lue the benefit of the doubt that y'all give these other white coaches, and that is my problem. Now, let me get into my finals prediction. I think the Lakers will win. I'm not, I think they will win in, in six games at the most. At the most. It won't go to a game seven. Nope. We're not going to a game seven. But I, I'm 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 in between the game five. I'm I'm my fault. I'm in between the Lakers going to five games or six games. But I'll just say six games. I'll give the I'll give the Heat more respect than I gave the Nuggets or the Rockets or whatever the case or whatever. The, but look, AD, it's gonna be it's a it's a game of matchups, right? Now AD has to win that has to school that man Bam. He has to school that man Bam. 
right? Uh, and obviously, how the Heat are gonna play this, they're gonna they're gonna definitely try and clog up the paint and force the Lakers to shoot perimeter shots. Obviously, that's the Achilles heel of the Lakers is shooting perimeter shots on, on a consistent basis. So players like KCP, Danny Green, uh, you know, Keith Morris, Kuzma, they're gonna have to make they're gonna have to make some open shots. I'm expecting a good a, a real good game. From Danny Green, who's who's been to the who's been to the finals multiple times, I'm expecting the uh, KCP to continue his great shooting. And Kuzma, I know you're not a great defender, and you need to improve on that. But and you're probably gonna be probably guarding uh, Tyler Hero, so you gotta you gotta start clamping up because Tyler Hero will give you buckets and embarrass you. <laughs> will give you buckets and embarrass you. They hold him; he's a bucket for a reason. And Caruso, just play hard, Caruso. You know, make some couple shots when when you can, but just play hard. You don't gotta do too much. But the Lakers just make their shots. If 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 the Lakers bench make their shots, it could it could be five games. Now, if they go like a, a couple of games where they're having like a shooting slump, then it's gonna be six games. Uh, but you know the bench is going to be a key factor because you you know what Bron's going to do, you know what AD is going to do, uh, but the bench is going to have to play a role, you know, in pushing this team over the top because the Heat the, the Heat are real are the are, are 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 the real deal, right? And what what kind of makes me nervous about the Heat is that they don't have that one superstar, right? That's like. You know they don't they don't have that like Kawhi they don't have a Giannis they don't have a like a you know kind of like a Jason Tatum or you know they don't have that one superstar like a Damian Lillard they don't have that one superstar that that you can game plan for and be like all right we gotta stop him or you know we have to we have, we have we have to figure out how what ways we can stop him from scoring or whatever the case may be now obviously Jimmy Butler is a star Bam Adebayo is is emerging as a star in this league. But they have a collection of great players. They have Goran Dragic, Tyler Hero, Jay Crowder, uh, Duncan Robinson. Uh, they still got Kendrick Nunn on the bench. Obviously, still had. Obviously, they have um, Jane, Jane Butler and Bam. But like at any given night, one of those players can could go off. So it's like it's hard for you to. It's hard for the teams to really game plan against one player because it's like they have five or six players that can go off for 20 points. And that's dangerous. That's dangerous. So I'll give the, the Heat the respect and say that it will be six games. Uh, but it's going to be hard for the Lakers to just, you know, tune in on one guy. But AD specifically, he has to win that matchup against Bam. Now, you saw how effective Bam was in that Celtics series. We need Bam to – AD needs to limit Bam – and really just schooling, right? He needs to school him. I mean, they're both Kentucky Wildcats, and he needs to take that guy to school, that young buck to school. Uh, so I expect AD to have a monster series. I expect LeBron to have a monster series. He's on a mission. He wants this finals MVP. I think this is the last time LeBron can get a finals MVP. By next season, this will be AD's team, right? I think this will be AD's team by next season. And by that time, it, once they go to the finals, AD will probably start winning Finals MVPs, but I think this is LeBron's last chance to get his fourth Finals MVP, and you know he'll put himself in another category that not many, not very few people, very few players have had four or more Finals MVPs. If I'm not mistaken, it's only I think only Jordan is the one that's had more than four. Obviously, he has six, uh, but Bron just having more than more than more more than more than three Finals MVPs, having four. That's that puts him in a category, you know, that could elevate his legacy even more. Now, with the Eagles, man, let me shift to football. The Eagles should not bench Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is only 27 years old. Look, I know that he's had a, a 
the three games that were just god awful. Like he's he's playing like the worst quarterback in the NFL. Not even I'm not even going. I'm not even going to hold y'all. He's playing like the worst quarterback in the NFL. But before I would change the player, just like how the Clippers change the coach before they try to change the before before they try to change the players, I'll do the same thing. Right? I would rather change the coaching before I try and trade the player. So I would try and get Carson Wentz, a new offensive coordinator. I wouldn't necessarily fire Doug Peterson, but you know I'd get him a new offensive coordinator because obviously they're not clicking. Uh, the Eagles, the Eagles offensive coordinator in Wednesday is not clicking right now. I gotta figure out. I gotta figure out the name of the guy uh, of their offensive coordinator, but they're not clicking. But I, I would, I, I would really just, I really just change the offensive coordinator, change the coaching before I would change the player first. Is you can always get a new coach. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can always get you know a Carson Wentz. Now you can see his peak is his peak is an MVP, MVP level player. Now, let's not just act like the Eagles don't have other issues besides quarterback. Their offensive line is a disaster. Uh, they don't have they don't have their full core wide receivers. I'm gonna list y'all the people that are injured right now. Alshon Jeffrey, Jalen Rager, Jason Peters, Lane Johnson. Like these are key people to their offense. Miles Sanders has been in, in and out of the lineup. They haven't had a preseason. Obviously, nobody has not not as obviously like the whole league hasn't had a preseason, but like it's hard when you have multiple guys in and out of the lineup and y'all just jumping in into games, right? So what I would say is I would play Hurts for the rest of this season. I'll play my I'll play Wentz for the rest of the for the rest of this season. And if once the Eagles, I don't I don't expect the Eagles to make the playoffs. Uh so once they get knocked out, if they have like three or four remaining games or like you know, three or two remaining games that you know don't count for nothing. Uh, because the you know the Cowboys or whoever has already won the NFC East, then I would start playing Hurts in those meaningless games, and let's see what Hurts can do in those meaningless games. Can he put up? Can if he looks real good, then there might be a discussion. Should we trade once in the offseason? But benching him right now, all you're doing is you know you know devaluing him. So if because if you bench some guy like Wentz, you can't go back from that. You can't bench bench a guy and the next season try and start him, right? So if you bench the guy. Teams are gonna be like, well, 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 they benched him. I'm not gonna give them as much as I would if he was a full time starter, right? So it's a lose lose. Just play once, don't overreact. Play once for this whole season, and you know we'll make that decision by the end of the season, seeing you know how Hurts plays, you know how bad once was this season. But you know, let's just wait. Be patient, guys. You know we're not going, we're not going to go to the playoffs this year. Uh, you know we're not going to win nothing. So I wouldn't really be stressing over it too much. Appreciate y'all for tuning into this episode. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment on my Instagram pictures or my Instagram stories. Be sure to follow me on Twitter as well. It's at Real Talk with MJ. My Instagram is at Real Talk with MJ as well. I appreciate y'all for tuning into this episode, and we out.